Hello, FPS peeps. Welcome to the Loco Litcast with your fellow educator nerds, Laura and Kathy. One of our favorite things is talking about literacy. We can't wait to dig into some great topics with you and hopefully help to unravel some of the confusion around literacy that can sometimes be frustrating. We're excited to bring this podcast to you so that you can be part of our beautiful nerdiness and chit-chat with us about all things literacy in Farmington and beyond. So buckle up and let's get started. Hi guys. Welcome to the Loco Lit Cast. I'm Laura. And I'm Kathy. And we're here to share our lovely, nerdy love of literacy with you. So, Kathy, can you, why are we here? What are we doing? What's going on right now? Why are we here, Laura? Why are we doing a podcast? That's just weird. We are like as dorky as can be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm happy to be a literacy dork. I love it. So, um, We're just going to start and talk a little bit about who we are and why we're doing this. Um, So I think some of you may know me. I'm Kathy Olenzik, and I'm sitting here next to my friend, Laura Koraleski. And we are going to talk today just a little bit about why we're doing this podcast. And and we're going to tell a little story of, you know, how we got to be so dorky about literacy. Everyone loves a good nerd. Yeah, everyone loves a good nerd. Um, So let's get started with that. So I started my journey into education way, way back um, in 1992. I started as a teacher um, in Willow Run, and I spent 25 years in the classroom. And honestly, I loved every minute of it. I loved being a classroom teacher. Um, I taught first grade. I taught kindergarten for my first year, and then I taught um, first grade for almost 17 years. Uh, And then I taught third grade for quite a few years as well. So all that adds up to about 25 years in the classroom. And really, I didn't have any desire to leave. Um, I really just loved being in the classroom. Um, However, um, being a teacher, and I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to this, In my classroom, I started to come across students that were struggling um, with reading. Um, And they were struggling in third grade with skills that they shouldn't have been struggling with. Um, So, um, you know, one of the things I started wondering as a classroom teacher is how can, why am I getting third graders um, who don't have phonemic awareness? They don't have, um, you know, the decoding skills that they should have uh, when they start third grade. And I started you know, questioning that a little bit at the building level and at the district level and didn't really get anywhere. Um, so it was, it was very frustrating <laughs> for me. And I did a lot of complaining and, you know, I started asking questions around, you know, what are we doing in our, you know, in our lower elementary grades um, that's systematic around these skills. Um, you know, we really weren't doing that. And I'm not saying that teachers weren't teaching phonics. I think teachers were teaching phonics, um, but I don't think it was being done in a systematic way. And I can attest to that because I taught first grade for a number of years and I know I wasn't doing it in a systematic way. But in third grade, I was really seeing um, the impact of that, getting, you know, getting students coming in who who weren't able to decode as they should 
um, in third grade. So I, I was doing a lot of complaining, um, but not really taking a lot of action. Um, and that's not really, that's not really who I am. Um, so um, when a coaching, instructional coaching position came up, um, I very tentatively <laughs> decided um, that, that I should give it a try um, instead of, you know, continuing to do what I was doing where I was perfectly happy um, and just staying within the walls of my classroom, um, taking on a leadership role where I could actually possibly be part of a solution. Um, because in my mind, um, the reading that I was doing at the time and um, some of the things that I was learning around the science of reading, if you want to call it, but the research around how kids actually learn how to read, um, I felt that I had something to share there um, and, and more learning to do for sure. But, um, but I wanted to think about doing that in a leadership role where I could actually make an impact on the kids in our district. So for a number of years, um, I, I think it was four or five years, I was an instructional coach at Gill and at Wood Creek where I met my best pal over here. Um, that is where that is where the magic happened That's between right. Laura and I. That was the the beginning, the inception of this partnership. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you guys are so lucky. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so, as an instructional coach, I had a whole new perspective that I was yeah. privy to. It was rather like at the time, it was like having a front row seat to all of the many positive things, but also many of the issues happening in our classroom, uh, particularly in early, early literacy in our lower yeah. grades, I was like, hmm, like I see why now, you know, that I was getting the third graders that I was getting. Um, so anyway, that from there, that led me to this role. Um, and really the transition there was, was thinking bigger, like not just the phonics conversation. Um, which was a very frustrating one, <laughs> um, but also um, the bigger conversation around not just phonics, but how we teach re reading in general, uh, all of the components of reading, not just phonics, uh, and also writing um, and really reflecting on how we're doing it, how we've been doing it, where we've been, and is it working, yeah. um, and how to think about you know, making it better for all of our kids here uh, in Farmington. Um, so that's kind of my journey and how I got to be uh, in this role. And it also tells a little story of, of kind of why we are where we are here in Farmington, because I've had an opportunity um, to bring some of these topics to some of our district leaders um, to bring this conversation to the forefront so we can think about um, the direction we wanna go. So I am going to let Laura. So Laura, like I'm sure your journey is different from mine and maybe mm -hmm. similar in some ways. So talk about you and how you got to be such a literacy nerd and why are you an instructional coach and not in the classroom right. and all of those good things. Right. Um, so when I think about my journey and you are thinking about it also from like that third grade perspective where we kind of see um, we start to see the bottom drop out, right? Where we kind of are like, oh no, they we're good. The K, first grade, second grade, they've got it, they've got it. And then something happens um, as they get older and you think, what, what's going on? Um, 
I had the opposite because I was um, most of, well, all of my years in the classroom. So this is my, I think my 20th year in education, third year as an instructional coach. So the rest of my time was spent teaching kindergarten and first grade. Um, and so I approached it from a, from another perspective where I, I know I'm teaching all the things that I'm supposed to teach, right? All the experts say like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. I'm doing it. My kids are learning um, 25 sight words and then 50 sight words and then 25 sight words or whatever the expectation. They're reading at a level <laughs> D. They're doing all these things. So what in the world is happening when they get to third grade? I don't get it because I know they leave me and they're meeting all these expectations that we had like they're solid proficient, they're proficient, you know, and all the things, what's going on. Um, and so that kind of piqued my interest, like what, what and how are we teaching? Um, and also why, when I go through and I do these sight words, the, the kids are like spewing them out, like nobody's business. They've, they've got them down, but they're in a book now and, and they're not reading them. And, um, why are they not showing up in their writing? Because um, I know I taught that word. And they, if I said, you know, read this word to me, then then they're able to do it. Why isn't that transitioning to their writing? Um, and so that kind of started my um, journey looking into um, and, and learning more about science of reading and doing some investigation um, about the way we're teaching reading and writing. Um, and so that started, that started my own journey. Um, and like you, I was never anticipating leaving the classroom ever, not in a million years. Um, if you would have asked me five years ago, would I leave the classroom? My answer would have been absolutely not. <laughs> never doing it. I'm gonna stay in my classroom forever and ever and always. Um, and so this, the coaching position uh, with a few helpful nudges from some people, um, hmm, I don't know who, um, kind of started the ball rolling. Um, and at first I was really hesitant, but the reason why, um, I learned quickly that this is something I would really like to do is impact. So impacting, I can impact 25 on a good year, maybe, you know, however many more than that <laughs> on a busy year, um, kiddos each year, um, and but the potentially to impact more. Um, and then to also think about, um, you know, how do we, how do, to be a voice, a voice in the change. Um, so that's, that's kind of why I'm here mm -hmm. on this journey. And now I, I can't get enough, but I think that's why we're here doing this mm -hmm. podcast too, right? Yep. I think a lot of teachers can relate to what you said about, um, you know, about what happens after your kids leave you, right? So I, I can totally relate to that because I always felt like as a first grade teacher, not every year, <clears throat> but most years, like at the end of the year, I was like, yay, like I got them all there. Yeah. <laughs> right. You felt you like, I felt like I did it mm -hmm. and it was a lot of work and I, and I did all the things like yeah. Laura said, like I did what, what you know, Irene Fountas told me to do and what Lucy Calkins yeah. told me to do. And, you know, my kids moved up those levels. 
Um, and they then, were a new alphabet letter. <laughs> right. They, they got through all the alphabet letters, <laughs> at least all the way up to J. Um, and then, you know, I would hear about some of those kids like later on, maybe yeah. even in second grade. Um, but a lot of times in third, fourth or fifth grade, you'd hear about that kid um, or those kids like that they were struggling and then they didn't have it and they were struggling with reading. Right. And it was always like yours, you know, it was always a sinking feeling of like, what did I do wrong? Because I know first grade teachers can relate to this and maybe kindergarten teachers yeah. too. But like in first grade, we felt like it was our job to teach those kids right. how to read. Absolutely. Right. And so if they weren't, you know, if they were non-readers in second grade, we didn't do our job in first grade. So it was always kind of a conundrum. I think a lot of um, kindergarten and first grade teachers can really relate to that. Um, that total like conundrum of like, what happened? Like I got them there. Mm -hmm. um, and I think in some of our, our future podcast episodes, we can explore that a little bit deeper, but I just, I think a lot of teachers can, um, can relate to that point that you were making there. Um, and then also you mentioned, um, you know, impact. And for me, yes, it's definitely, um, you know, when you step into a leadership role, you do hope to make impact. It's funny though, when you step out of the classroom, that impact is not felt as strongly as Correct. No, like in the classroom, like you feel that impact that you're yeah. having on the kids. It yeah. was, you know, it's a daily impact that you feel that was really hard actually yeah. as a coach and especially in this role, because um, you don't really know, like you're probably making an impact, but you don't necessarily feel, feel you don't feel it right away. It takes right. some time and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you, the impact you feel isn't a good one, right, <laughs> like it's <right>. a crash. <laughs> um, but also, you know, it's not just um, about the impact. I think both Laura and I, we just love, like we love being educators. Yeah. We love working um, not just with kids, but also with teachers, yeah. um, that people piece of it. Um, I think we just really like doing yeah. that piece. Yeah. So, um, so, we're like, let's talk a little bit about, so why did we decide to do this podcast, Laura? Why are uh, we doing a podcast? Um, besides the fact that we're total podcast nerds ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one thing I love, um, I know, I think we find ourselves having lots of conversations um, about, you know, literacy, reading, writing, um, our letters training, the mm -hmm. science of reading, all the all those things, and we have them, and we think, man, we wish all of our our peeps could be here with us having this conversation. That was a really great conversation. Um, but we also really love learning, um, and one of the best ways that um, I find right now, I mean, everybody's so busy, right, mm -hmm. um, and having all of your requirements and responsibilities that happen outside your work day. Just when is that learning happening for me? And podcasts are really, I am able to listen to them when I'm running, um, when I'm driving. Um, like how many hours have you spent listening to a podcast when you're driving, Kathy? I don't know. A lot. I right. listen probably at least, at least one direction, either home or, or t home or to work. And a lot of times I listen both. Um, to either a podcast or to an audible book. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, and then we send each other the episodes. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> did, did you, you hear, hear did you hear this one? Yeah. Um, and so we hope that 
this podcast um, allows um, us to have some some kind of connection mm-hmm. with with our FPS peeps. Yeah, I agree with that, and I I do know that every time we get together, um, we can't even help ourselves. No. Like like we can't even help ourselves. But when we get together, we do have these great conversations that go in so many different directions because we get really excited about something we read or something we heard or something yeah. that's happening in our building. Yeah. Um, and we get to talking and and it's learning. Like that collaboration that we have, we truly learn from each other and yeah. from those conversations. And I wholeheartedly agree that um, there's been so many times when it's been like, oh my gosh, like I wish we could have recorded this conversation right. because like we just solved all the world's problems right. in this conversation. <laughs> Jokingly, of course, <laughs> but um, but yeah, we want to we want to share it with you. We want really, I think, part of what we want to do with this podcast is make some of these really um, like serious conversations, some of the serious things that's hap- that are happening in our buildings. Some of that heaviness, I think, that's yeah. the word I'm looking for. That heaviness, and we want to help to lighten it up a yeah. little bit yeah. um, and help to make this conversation a fun conversation. Right. Again, I guess to bring the fun back into what we do because it can really feel heavy sometimes. So we wanna make this fun a fun learning opportunity for us and also for anybody who might care to listen to our podcast right. as well. Right, and I think as we embark on our literacy journey, um, there's, there's lots of there's lots of things that come up, lots of feelings that come up, mm-hmm. and to just to be transparent and real about, um, you know, what what those might be and how we've had to do it ourselves. Like really think it and explore those feelings and and dig in because it's so cool, but yeah. it can be really hard at times. Very much so. And also, I think another reason we want to do this is because of the amount of shift and change that is happening right now in our district. Um, you know, there's a lot of initiatives on the table and I'm excited about every one of them, honestly, yeah, but it is, but there's a lot of change happening. And um, I think part of our podcast is gonna be just like talking through some of those changes and the why behind those changes and the, the how behind some of those changes. And we wanna bring on we want to bring some guests into our podcast. We yeah. want to bring teachers and administrators um, from our district and outside, and maybe and hopefully some experts know, from the field right? also so um, to just kind of talk through um, some of these changes that were that are happening now and that are coming mm-hmm. along the way to, like I said, make it more fun, more exciting for you guys, um, and also hopefully helpful like transparent right yeah Yeah, transparent transparent. yeah exactly and and i hope that's true i hope um it comes across as transparent because you know i know um all of you guys out in the buildings and in the classrooms and everybody everybody's working really hard and you can kind of just get lost in your own little world a little bit um and and not really have an understanding of you know, of what's happening at the district level. I, I hear people talk a lot of times totally. about them and they, and who are they, and who's, you know, who's making these decisions mm-hmm. and why is this happening? And it's they and them. Um, so I hope that this helps to shed a little light on that and offer some transparency around that because I think, you know, some of these things that we're trying to do are 
going to be hugely successful if yeah. we all work together. I agree. It. Yeah. It's so exciting and so exciting. Yeah. 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 So we've talked. Um, so we've talked about who we are uh, and why we're doing this and kind of where our journey started. Um, we don't have all our podcasts planned out. Surprise, no. surprise. <laughs> we'll, we'll overthink it and get back to you. <laughs> well, let's overthink that for a minute. But uh, I know we do have like we have a couple of bullet ideas of things that um, we want to talk about. Um, that uh, I hope you guys will tune on and listen to again. Um, but I think just to give you a little sneak peek. Um, I think we're going to talk uh, a little bit about our new curriculum adoption. Yeah, oh my God, uh, so geeking out. Um, I want we want to have a conversation around small group instruction. Hot topic. Hot topic. What does that look like? How do we use our data to plan small group mm -hmm. instruction? How often should we meet with small groups? Why are we meeting with small groups? When are we meeting with small groups? All yeah. of those things that are always a good source of yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, so those are a couple that I think we know we want to, um, that we want to kind of do as podcast yeah. episodes. And maybe if we, some peeps actually listen to us, mm -hmm. maybe people will have ideas that they're like, I wish you would do a podcast on X, Y, Z. Wouldn't that be good? Like, that would be good. Like, um, phone loco and tell them, and tell, <laughs> them <laughs> tell them what we want to hear about. Yes. That'd be kind of fun. That would be fun. Yeah. I hope that happens. Me too. I would be, I'll be happy, honestly, if like one person listens to this. So. I'll listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Done. Done. <laughs> Winning. Anyway, if you are listening to this, thank you very much. Yeah, um, we're going to keep this one short. Um, we don't know what the next one is going to no. be, but we will give you a heads up when we do. And hopefully um, we're going to release um, some podcast episodes for you every month or so. Maybe yep. even more often if I we know. if we get really like geeked up about something, we might yep. do it more frequently. Anything you want to add, friend, before we sign off? No, super excited. Thanks for joining us on this journey, guys. All right. Until the next Loco Lit Cast, everybody have a good afternoon or evening or whatever time it is when you're listening to this. Bye. Bye. The views and opinions expressed on the Loco Litcast are those of Kathy Lore and guests of the podcast and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Farmington Public Schools. Any content provided by our guests are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. Thank you for listening.